Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Drawing heat ain't easy. Anybody can badmouth the fans, deliver a low blow, stick their tongue out, or just be a little bit of a jerk. But if you're really dedicated to making people hate you, you've got to be the worst guy in the universe. Just like the people I'm about to talk about today. I'm Andy from What Culture Wrestling, and here are the 10 most hated heel moves in wrestling history. Number 10, putting the fun in funeral. You've all seen it, you all know it, and you've probably all laughed at it as well, but the big boss man invading the funeral of Big Show's father to gatecrash the ceremony, bark out of a hilariously huge megaphone, and of course harass the family, was hated. But wait, that's not all. Because the most famous part of all of this, of course, is boss man chaining up the coffin, dragging it out of the funeral itself, and Big Show valiantly jumping onto the back of it to try and stop his dad's body from being driven away. And it looks silly and over the top now, and yeah, it kind of was, but this thing was hated. And that's why it's right here. Number 9. You're going to hell for this. In September 2012, Jerry Lawler, one of the voices most associated with the WWE product over the previous 20 years, suffered a legitimate heart attack live on air. It was a horrible moment, skillfully covered by his colleagues on the show. And when Lawler returned to commentating duties two months later, WWE concocted a big old pile of heat for Lawler and CM Punk to stew in. Punk was pure evil that night, crapping all over the miracle recovery and blaming Lawler for his own heart attack. He called the whole thing a stunt, delivering the promo in the most obnoxious manner possible. But it's what happened next that turned Punk's next level snark into weapons-grade dickishness. Paul Heyman, his manager, began to fake a heart attack in the middle of the ring behind Punk as he was speaking, causing the champion to stop mid-sentence to check on him. Prick. Number 8. Laying Out the Legend A classic, game-changing turn, the student Larry Zabisco turning on his mentor Bruno Sammartino instantly made Larry the most hated man in American wrestling. With the ridiculously massive Northeastern audience mobilized in their hatred of Larry and their support of Bruno, Zabisco saw Red having fumed in his mentor's shadow for too long, attacking a man who'd been like a brother to him with a wooden chair, shedding blood in the process. 
process. And for the remainder of the feud, Larry was a marked man. Other heels in those old school days used to tell stories of being attacked by fans. Larry, meanwhile, had a taxi turned over while he was still in it. Not a popular guy after attacking Bruno. Number 7. The Tyrant King of WWE Back in late 2007, William Regal was made Raw General Manager, gradually becoming the kind of heel authority figure we were all used to, just with a little bit more megalomania. He inserted himself into King of the Ring 2008, and he won the whole competition. Deploying a new, more tyrannical persona, Regal was a soft-spoken menace with a hair-trigger temper who found innovative ways of abusing his power while he was on top. His finest hour came when, on an episode of Raw, he cut the power turned off the lights, cut the whole damn broadcast off, and cancelled the show in the middle of the main event just to make a point. Just because he could. It was brilliant stuff, but Regal unfortunately fell afoul of the wellness policy for the second time soon after, which meant we never got to see the follow-up. A real shame. Number 6. Speaking ill of the dead. Rule number 1. Don't pee into the wind. Rule number 2. Don't tug on Superman's cape. Rule number 3. Don't mess with The Undertaker's urn. That's exactly what CM Punk did on the road to WrestleMania 29. Really, however, it was more of a kid kidnapping than the theft, as while the urn really only contained the ashes of Paul Bearer, it was implied for weeks that Bearer was actually being held up in there like some kind of mystical totem. And on the go-home episode of Raw, when Punk capped an assault on The Undertaker by literally dumping the contents of the urn on top of him? Yeah, it's fair to say that his ass-whipping was well-earned. Number 5. The Finger Poke of Doom Was this the right kind of heat? Well, absolutely not, don't be daft. But the Finger Poke of Doom remains one of the most hated moments in wrestling history. As Kevin Nash and Hulk Hogan made a farce of WCW, the world title, the fans, executives, and anybody else who was paying attention. You all know the story by now, but a simple prod to the chest was all it took to fell Nash, who passed the WCW title over to Hogan at a time when the fans were turning on WCW in droves, sick of all the dodgy swerves and anticlimactic finishes. So, you can imagine how this went down. Number 4. In Sickness and in Health The reason that a comatose Linda McMahon rising from her chair to boot her evil husband right in the bollocks at WrestleMania X7 resonates so well is because of what came before. Vince had demanded a divorce from Linda. He was engaged in a lurid, awful affair with Trish Stratus, and he sent his grief-stricken spouse into a catatonic state, keeping the wheelchair-bound Linda around and sedated to punish and humiliate her while carrying on with Trish right in front of her. There was some deeply gross stuff in there. But it all came to a head at Mania, where Vince took on Shane in a street fight, his son sick of his father's disgusting behaviour. And as we all know, Linda got the last laugh. Number 3. The Rock and Wrestling Interjection Few people could draw heat like Roddy Piper, and one of his biggest heat-seeking moments in a career full of napalm came in 1985 at the height of rock and wrestling. Cindy Lauper was being presented with an award for her achievements in promoting women's wrestling after her participation at the first WrestleMania earlier that year. Presenting Captain Lou Albano with his own award, they were ambushed by Piper. 
broke the award over Albano's head, body slammed Lopper's manager Dan Wolf, and oh yeah, kicked Cindy as well. That's what sealed the deal, really, because in the grand scheme, it was the bump of all bumps. Lopper was already on her hands and knees beside the falling Captain Lou, and all Piper really had to do was gently shove her away and over to the side with his foot before he grabbed Wolf. To the fans, it was like witnessing first-degree murder. Lopper was a tiny human being compared to Piper and a bona fide pop star. And Piper had just gatecrashed her award ceremony to kick her and her manager. It was unprecedented, and it made Roddy the most hated heel in the country for a long, long time. Number 2. Breaking the American Dream In one of the most famous and heated wrestling angles of all time at the legendary Omni in Atlanta on the 29th of September 1985, the four horsemen technically came together, beating down Dusty Rhodes in an all-time classic moment. Ric Flair, that devil, had just defeated Nikita Koloff in a steel cage. Out came the Russians to attack him, but no, it's Dusty Rhodes, the ultimate folk hero, closing the show with what looked like the ultimate feel-good moment as him and Flair came together to fight them off. But no, here come the Andersons. The cage door was locked and all three men brutalized Dusty's ankle, turning the crowd into a rabid, bloodthirsty mob. At one point, they were so feral that Arn Anderson was legitimately fearing for his life as they threatened to tear the building to the ground. The fans wouldn't let them leave, and it took 20 minutes just to fight them off long enough to escape. And at number one, the foreign devil. Jim Murray, a journalist, once called classy Freddy Blassie the worst villain since Hitler. Lassie, God rest his soul, would have seen that as a huge compliment because for ages he was the most hated wrestler walking the planet. A natural on the microphone as well as a trendsetter and a snappy dresser, Blassie was the perfect villain for the burgeoning platform that television had given wrestling in the 50s. It's his effect on the Japanese audience, however, that gets him number one on this list. Billed as the vampire because of his fondness for biting his opponents with his filed down teeth drawing blood, Freddy Blassie was a heel's heel. He was an urbane monster, the Hannibal Lecter of pro wrestling before the death of kayfabe made the term monster kind of a caricature. He claimed with some justification to have caused a spread of heart attacks amongst televised viewers of his matches in Japan with Ricky Dozan and the great Togo. And Freddie himself once said, in his own words, In my whole career, 92 people dropped dead of heart attacks. My ambition was to kill 100. And I failed. That was his goal. And yeah, we're never going to see the likes of him again. Rest in peace, Freddie Blassie. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. 